Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga Readings episode. My name is Adam, and today I'm reading the Dragonlance Fifth Age comic book. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel, and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. The night skies of Kryn feel cold and barren these days. Once, when the gods dwelt among us, three moons adorned our heavens, vibrant spheres of white, red and black. But the gods have abandoned us and taken their old moons with them. We're left with but a single sterile orb devoid of magic. Now, when we look to the evening skies for inspiration, that transcendent feeling of oneness with the magic energies of Kryn is no longer there. Or at least not so easily found. My name is Palin Majir. I'm the son of Karaman and Tika Majir, heroes of the Lance. I serve as master of Kryn's Conclave of Wizards, though in truth it seems the Conclave has become irrelevant since the Second Cataclysm. A series of events permanently scarred into my memory, for I was there. I was among the assortment of warriors, wizards, and madmen who forswore their lives and confronted chaos, the father of all and of nothing. Our goal? To save this very existence from his fury. Most did not survive the effort. A dark knight, the Honorable Steel Brightblade, and the Kender hero, Tasselhoff, were among those lost in that grim battle. Their sacrifice was not in vain. Kryn survived, but Chaos claimed a price from the gods as well. To bind that beast, the gods were forced to withdraw from the world they had created. Paladine, the great god of good, came to us in the guise of a human avatar to say his final goodbyes. He spoke of a new magic, still to be found on Kryn, and said it was up to me to find it. I spent 22 years searching for the new magic Paladine spoke of, with not a bit of success. My quest took me to the Tower of High Sorcery in Weyrith Forest, where things took an interesting turn. Huh? Is that chlorine? The breath of a... By the Lance of Huma! A dragon? Here? Surrender! To a clumsy, inept fledgling? It was one of the great dragons, immense beasts that invaded this continent of Ancelon shortly after the Second Cataclysm. For decades, dragon blood rained from the skies as great dragons and native worms alike butchered each other in the Dragon Purge, a series of savage duels for territorial domination. Bold words from a runt like you! 
How dare you? Oh! The female challenger was larger, stronger, but the older native was craftier. Using his superior agility, he attacked from behind, forcing the great green into a defensive dive. The challenger retreats, and she dares call herself a dragon? But his taunts, his stinging attacks, were just a diversion to keep the great green engaged till she could no longer pull out of the dive. She crashed into the forest below with fatal results. Fool! A deafening wind rose, filling the great dragon's wings and pulling her out of the deadly dive. Impossible! I had never heard of a dragon with such control over the winds, complete mastery of the sorcery aromancy, leaving him at his challenger's mercy. No! Magic! Then, before he realized it, another spell entangled the lesser worm. Arrogant male, how easily you accepted the fiction of your superiority! Thoom! And how easily I make you pay for it! Then followed a grotesque celebration. Creoi! Hakioi! A haunting ritual that was beyond my understanding. Ahim! Still, I sensed that this was something important, something ominous. And indeed, though nobody realized it at the time, the forest had a new master. Wayworth Borders, the larger Quilinisty forest, ruled by my good friend Gilthas, elven speaker of the sun. It was now three years later, 25 SC, Ser Cataclius, a troubled Gil had called me to his palace, the Tower of the Sun, to discuss growing threats to his domain. A domain he'd been forced to rule since his youth, when Senator Rashas and his faction installed him as speaker to do their bidding. At this point, though, there were challenges enough for all. Fortunately, Gil inherited the resolve of his heroic parents, Lorana and the late Tannis Half Elven. I suspect Rashas found him more than a challenge to control. Entire villages of elves have been vanishing, Palin. We don't know the cause, but often a great green dragon has been spotted nearby. A great green, and all attempts to hunt it down have met with disaster. To make matters worse, my uncle, the former Speaker of the Sun. That dark elf, the traitor, whose name may not be spoken. Thank you, Rashes. He's rumored to be organizing a coup attempt. As you can see, Palin, we need your help. Through your magic, perhaps we can defeat this dragon and locate the missing elves. 
Lorana, I'm not sure what I can do. My search for the new magic has accomplished nothing. I have no magic to give. My grim words were interrupted. Speaker, the patrol has returned from Bionost. What do they report, Captain? Sir, it's happened again. The entire village is abandoned. The elves are gone. By the crystal tomb, I've had enough. I swear, whatever it takes, I'm going to end this outrage. As if in defiance of Gil's proclamation, the room was filled with an eerie glow emanating from the courtyard outside. I was gripped with dread as I detected a familiar scent of chlorine. We rushed outside where my worst fears were realized. In the name of all that is sacred, what is going on here? Bow down, Gilthanus of House Solisteran. Pay homage to your sovereign. All hail, Beryl Inthranox, supreme ruler of the Qualinisty Forest and all its subjects. Stay back, Speaker. This effrontery will not go unpunished. No, Slevin, don't. Ah, yes. Punishment there shall be. Beryl attacked with a gruesome spell. <gasps> then performed a macabre and familiar ritual. Creo! Foul beast! You... You will not triumph! We will resist! Every, every, the fool's spirit is now mine. Stevan was a trusted ally to Gil, one of a very few willing to risk his life to help oppose Rasha's schemes. Slevin, and now he was gone. Oh, but don't grieve, dear Gilthanus. Your friend lives on as a weapon in my arcane arsenal. And yes, that's why your subjects have been disappearing. Each is now part of my collection, destined to donate his or her life energy to power a magic weapon. And it's with these weapons that I'll challenge malice that arrogant worm of the eastern lands known as the Desolation. Malice is also the most powerful of the great dragons, hence Beryl's hatred and jealousy. But first things first, you will now kneel before me, Gilthaz, and proclaim me your sovereign. And if he refuses, then I shall have no choice but to grant every last citizen of Quellinisty the same fate as poor Slevin. Gil didn't say anything he didn't have to. Beryl had won. Three bleak years passed. Oh, thank you, Mother. 
I'm not hungry. Not hungry? Palin Majir, you listen to me. All the magic of Kryn may be dying out, but I will not let you waste away with it. Mother, please, I have important matters on my mind. Oh, of course. All hail the great master of the Conclave. The troubles of this world are his private burden. Well, am I supposed to shirk my duties? Oh, as if you're the be-all and end-all when it comes to magic on Kryn. As if nobody else could provide a clue to the answers you seek. No, these answers can only be divined through solitary moping. As usual, Mother Smoke with some insight. Excuse me, please forgive the intrusion, but I need to see Palin Magia. I'm Palin. What's going on? A message from the Speaker of the Sun. He urgently requests your presence in his court. Matters there are at a crisis. As indeed they were. My uncle and aunt have sent word. They blame me for what's happening, for Beryl's domination of Quilinisty. They're stirring up dissent, organizing their followers, and now they're about to strike. They actually want to depose me and put their son on the throne. Gil, might that not be a good thing? I mean, it was never your choice to be speaker. True enough, Palin. But just imagine what would happen. My high and mighty uncle leading a proud, hopeless attack against Beryl. Imagine the slaughter. Then she'd punish all of Quilinisty. Probably wipe out every one of us. I knew Gil was right. That's exactly how matters would play out. Believe me, Palin. We're fighting Beryl every way we can. But by Paladine, I will not throw away lives needlessly. And if that makes me look like a coward, well, that's a price I'll pay. Speaking of saving lives, Speaker, the Tower! The Tower, ahem, <clears throat> yes. Palin, my friend, it seems, Beryl is obsessed with the Weyrith Tower. She's absolutely driven to locate it and thereby increase her powers. She keeps sending out expeditions to find the tower, but none succeeds. And each time the punishment is the same. Though sometimes Beryl wipes out entire clans. You know the location of the tower, don't you, human? Surely you won't hoard such a secret with the very survival of Quillisty in the line? Gil, you don't know what you're asking. Forgive us, Palin. We know we're asking the world of you. You wouldn't hesitate if it was your people dying by the thousands? That wouldn't make any difference, sir. The tower allows only those it invites to locate it. Beryl will never find the tower unless the tower wants to be found. I told you it was useless to expect a help from a human. You wouldn't be alive today if it weren't for that human. You're right, Palin. 
It was a foolish notion. I shouldn't have asked. But isn't there something, anything, we can do? I don't know, Gil. Maybe there is... In fact, my next engagement was at the tower itself, a historic gathering later dubbed the Last Conclave. In attendance were two of the greatest surviving wizards of Kryn. The master of the tower, a mysterious, formidable mage with whom I had worked closely for years, though I confess I can only guess at his exact nature and the true source of his powers. And the Shadow Sorcerer, a masked figure who emerged from the desolation in the east some eight years ago, demonstrating a command of magic not seen since the second cataclysm. At this conclave, I told the wizards of Quillanesty's plight and of the desperate need to find the new magic. I described the life-sustaining process Beryl employed and on both the slain dragons and the helpless elves. Consider this, Palin. You're looking for magic. Beryl is looking for magic. Note that she's concentrating on elves and dragons, both ancient races, early works of the gods. Yes, yes, of course. I've been concentrating so intently on new magic, I've never even considered the primordial magic of Kryn, which gives me an idea. We arranged for Lorana to stage a diversion, an elven rebellion in Porliost, to keep Beryl busy. Then we struck. How is it, Shadow Sorcerer, that you know the location of Beryl's arsenal, something we've been searching for years? I know quite a number of things, young Gilthaz, as you'll discover in time. Beryl hid her arsenal in the ancient ruins of the Blood Fortress, site of the grimmest battles of the ancient Kinslayer War. The location is legendary to the elves of Quillanesty, and Beryl's arrogance in commandeering it fueled the warrior's passion of our elven allies. The arsenal's defenses were formidable. Elf! Sorcery! Dragons, animated trees, draconian sentries, and... Undead! Elven undead! Beryl knew exactly how to rattle Gil's troops. But we had weapons of our own. Now! On my signal, the master of the tower and the shadow sorcerer pooled their great powers with mine. I had just recently begun to experiment with the new magic. But the intoxication I felt now, the full force of the magic welled up within me, filled me with rapture. Urgh! Dark Queen, save us! I found it quite exhilarating. Perhaps a little too exhilarating. So much power! Palin, concentrate on the task at hand. The fortress! Hi! Refocusing our efforts, we quickly broke through their defenses and landed in the heart of the fortress. Spread out! Hurry! Find the arsenal! 
guild discovered scores of condemned elven prisoners being held in the dungeons of the fortress. We'd given up hope. Come on, grab a weapon and fight for your freedom. With their help, we rapidly located the arsenal itself. Blessed Solinari, it's enormous. There must be hundreds, thousands of magic objects in here. The potential power this gives Beryl, and each one a prison for the spirit of a murdered elf. Not potential, human insects, actual. It was Beryl. Her rapidly growing power had allowed her to see our raid and return to the fortress immediately. Her magic was powerful, overwhelming. Dragon fear washed over me. Help! Strength, Magia. Remember to shape the magic to your will. The stinging fumes of her toxic breath clawed at my lungs. Panic began to give way to surrender. The master's words cut through the pain. They steadied me so I could concentrate on Beryl's vulnerability. The spirit items! What are you doing?! You've made a tactical error, Beryl. Subtle but fatal. Kish! You surrounded yourself with items of magic, imprisoned by elven souls. Ching! In other words, magical forces that have every reason to despise you. Deluded imbeciles! I control their energies, just as I always have! Who is deluded, upstart? We're in control now! The energies, all those tortured souls, were whipping themselves into a rage, a literal whirlwind of magical fury. With but one purpose. Scree! Boom! Die! In torment! Punishment. As we suffered! The liberated souls were flooding Beryl with the grotesque sensations, the agony of every crucial death they'd experienced, every tormented afterlife. Beryl fought back with insane violence. Call them off! Stop them or I'll destroy you all! I'll destroy everything! Help! Look out! Let her try. The spirits will kill her first. No, more likely they'll drive Beryl insane, only multiplying our problems. Spirits, release her. Disperse. Go to your rest. What? What trickery? No trickery, Beryl. But we'll summon them back in an instant, unless you give us your oath. 
Never again will you desecrate elven spirits in this manner, and you'll give us all safe passage out of here. Cunning, treacherous gnats. Agree, or do we call back the whirlwind? Agreed. Be gone. Remove yourselves. Go. Farewell, novice. May you learn from your defeat. For this is a game you cannot win. Indeed, Beryl had lost a battle, but not the war. I only wish we could have dealt the great dragon a final defeat. But with your help, we've accomplished much, Palin. True, Beryl is still in control of Quilinisty, but we have profoundly weakened her hold. And maybe she has lost her mind, because our victory has apparently impressed my uncle. She's now trying to rebuild her magic by drawing on the forest itself. She's even begun to magically expand the forest to increase her power base, but we may be increasing our powers as well. He has heard of our heroics and has agreed to stay out of Quilinisty. He'll support our fight against Beryl from the outside. Perhaps together you can bring permanent end to Beryl's reign. And now, old friend, I must be returning to my family in Solace. I'm forming a new academy of sorcery there. A new academy? Yes, now that I've finally discovered the nature of the new magic, it's time to find and train Kryn's next generation of sorcerers. Thank you for tuning in to this Dragonlance Saga reading. What did you think of the comic? Have you ever read Dragonlance comics before? Feel free to email me at info at dlsaga.com or leave a comment below. This channel is all about celebrating the wonderful world of the Dragonlance Saga, and I thank you for joining me in the celebration. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, Slanjavar.